Google says it wants YouTube to be the one-stop shop for video content. Here are all the things it is doing to accomplish that goal and how each of them are doing in the market. This is Endscreen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media, and today is April 27th, 2023. Are you watching more YouTube on TV these days? I know in my house, YouTube has become a go-to place for casual viewing. We find it fills those moments while waiting for a spouse to show up to watch something media, to entertain while folding laundry, or when we don't want to make a bigger commitment to a more serious show. Well, YouTube is leaning into that role, but wants to be so much more. We'll be talking about its intentions today in the podcast and what it is doing to get there. But first, are you using the trackers feature on the Endscreen Media website? Each tracker pulls together the latest data on the streaming media industry, making it easy for you to easily grasp what's going on in a quick three-minute read. Listen, you'll find trackers for industry leaders like Netflix, Roku, and Comcast. We've added Disney's direct-to-consumer services to the list. You'll also find industry overviews covering the most recent data for traditional pay TV and the US TV industry as a whole. And if you'd like to sponsor the trackers feature, why don't you send an email to sales at endscreenmedia.com and we'll get right back to you. Okay, let's get back to our main story. So, YouTube is really aiming to be your default app. Speaking at Alphabet's Q1 2023 earnings call, Philip Schindler, who's SVP and Chief Business Officer for Google, had this to say about what the company wants YouTube to be. The goal is to be a one-stop shop for multiple types of video content across both ad-supported and premium services. Sundai Pichai, who's the CEO of Alphabet and Google, expanded on that, saying the living room was the fastest growing screen for the service. Now, the company's going about this in several ways, and I think it's really helpful for us to review those right now so that you can see what a complete offering YouTube now has. First off, well, we should absolutely start, I think, with YouTube TV. It continues to lead the pack in the virtual MVPD market, and by the sounds of things in that uh, Q1 2023 earnings call, it could be extending its lead. According to Ruth Porat, who's CFO of Alphabet and Google, she says, other revenues were 7.4 billion, up 9%, reflecting primarily ongoing significant subscri subscriber growth in YouTube TV and YouTube Music Premium. Now, it's a shame they didn't break those out, so we actually don't know how much revenue either is contributing separately or together. But at least if we believe what they're saying, there's been a substantial increase in YouTube TV subscribers. So now YouTube TV is the leader of that market. It has 5 million subscribers. At least that's what they told us last time they gave us an update, which was last year. And that puts it well ahead of Hulu Live, which has 4.5 million subscribers, and Sling TV, which has 2.3 million. And I have to say, 
Hulu Live and Sling TV didn't put on much growth in 2022. So if YouTube TV really is continuing to grow, that puts it, um, uh, I think, as probably being one of two of the VMBPDs that are still growing substantially. The other one being Fubo or Fubo TV, as it used to be called. Now, I have a feeling that YouTube TV growth will slow down in the second and third halves. They've just instituted an $8 increase, which is well over 10%, 12 or 13% increase in the subscription price. So I'm expecting that to really slow growth in Q2 and Q3. But for those people not ready to let go of the traditional pay TV experience, it's still a really good full featured option. Unlimited DVR, I think they, they have a bunch of simultaneous streams which you can use, and many of the most popular channels, including your local TV channels. Many of the local TV channels are on YouTube TV. Next up is YouTube primetime channels. Now, this is the most recent entry into the suite of features available in YouTube, which brings everything together that people would want to watch. And what this is, is it's an SVOD aggregation service. And this, this is exactly like Amazon channels. And the Roku channel also resells uh, resells SVOD services, as does Apple TV+. Plus. So there are plenty of people in this market, uh, and now YouTube is entering it with primetime channels. So you can subscribe to, say, Showtime or Stars. You watch the content inside the YouTube app, and you can manage and pay for the subscription through the service and through your Google Wallet, if that's how you're paying. YouTube has also begun selling NFL Sunday ticket through primetime channels for the upcoming 2023-24 NFL season. Again, all the games will be watched on YouTube. It costs $349 for the season and $389 with the NFL Red Zone. And it's a bit cheaper inside of it's uh, inside of YouTube TV. In fact, it's a hundred dollars less inside of YouTube TV. And uh, oh, by the way, if you're interested in that. They've got a $100 discount on all the packages through either YouTube or YouTube TV, and that's through January 6, 2023. And they're actually adding new features that will make Sunday Ticket a really great experience. So like they have multi-game view where, where you can watch a bunch of games all at once in, in one single display. So anyway, that's available in primetime channels as well. And once it's in there, well, it you that means you can search for everything in one place. If you've got these primetime channels, NFL Sunday ticket, you can search for all, through all of that content and have content from the user generated side of YouTube show up that's on the same thing. So if you're a fan of the Green Bay Packers, you can look up and see if the game, when the games is, is going to be available inside of an NFL Sunday ticket. And you'll also see a whole bunch of UGC content about the Packers as well. So it's early days for primetime channels, but the company says it has good momentum behind the this SVOD store. Uh, how it really does? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. As I say, very early days for this feature, only introduced in November of last year. So we'll have to see if it catches on. But boy, is it ever convenient as all of us basically are YouTube users. 
Next, well, free movies and TV. There have been free movies and TV on YouTube for quite a while. And in fact, it's available right there in the in the movies and TV tab of YouTube. Uh, and as I say, they've had a set of content, not a huge set, maybe a hundred or so movies and TV shows, but it rotates them quite frequently. So you should check back often to see what's available there. Uh, for example, right now, you can watch Arrival. Love that movie. One of my favorite sci-fi movies. You can also watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, and The Dukes of Hazard, and a whole bunch of other movies too. So there are free movies and TVs. And the final piece of the puzzle is you can rent and buy movies from inside the experience too. And it has all the latest movies, for example, Ant-Man and Wasp, Mania is there. You can buy that right now. It also has Black Adam. You can rent or purchase that. And most of the most popular movies are, that are available in, in all of the online stores are available right here inside of YouTube in their movie store. Oh, and by the way, it also integrates movies that you have stored outside in a wallet like Movies Anywhere. If you've got already got movies in Movies Anywhere, well, YouTube can see those as well and will show you them and can play them directly from within the experience. Now, the YouTube Movie and TV Store is the third most popular store, according to TiVo in their Q2 2022 report. They said it had, they said that basically 12.1% of US and Canadians said that they were using it, but it's a bit behind Disney Plus Premium Access at 13.7%, although I wonder if Disney Premium Access is still that far up. Remember, middle of last year, Disney was making a lot of content available PVOD, uh, and that's possibly why it's that popped up so far. So I have a feeling that YouTube Movies and TV Store is back up above Disney. However, what we can say for sure, it is almost certainly still far behind Amazon Prime, which leads that market with a 31% share. So there you have it. YouTube really now supports all of the content that many people watch on a day-to-day -day basis. YouTube, of course, has the very popular UGC content and the most popular influencers are right there on television. There's also YouTube TV, which is the biggest virtual MVPD in the US right now. You can also subscribe to other SVOD services through primetime channels and get that all in the YouTube experience, including starting this season NFL Sunday ticket. And you can also, there is a selection of free movies and TV, and you can rent and buy the most popular movies uh, right there, all from within the experience. So YouTube now supports all the business models it needs to, can provide all of the content that it needs to, and does that while simplifying, managing, and accessing that content. And many people say they want a one-stop shop for all their content needs. Now, it's not perfect. The top SVOD services are not available on YouTube. You won't find Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus available inside of this experience, but neither are they available in other SVOD services, SVOD aggregation services like the Roku channel or Amazon channels. But for many people, I have a feeling YouTube will provide all they need 
and the convenience of a one-stop shop may well start to sway them. If you'd like a rough transcript of today's podcast, head on over to the Endscreen Media website. You'll find that right there with any applicable diagrams uh, to help you understand what's really going on with YouTube. And while you're there, you can post a comment about this podcast. And hey, why don't you sign up for the Endscreen Media free newsletter? Daily or weekly is available and it will come right to you in your inbox. This has been Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media. And I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is the property of Endscreen Media. All rights reserved.